0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Fast Pass Finders podcast. I'm your host, Zach Lung, and I'm with my lovely wife, Miranda.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Today we're going to be talking about what's coming to the parks in 2019. So, Miranda, where do you want to start us off?
1: Let's start with the biggest expansion that's coming to both Disneyland and Disney World, which would be Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, Their interpretation of this new planet called Batu will be complete with two new attractions, character interactions, a cantina bar, and, of course, themed shopping.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, the biggest thing for me with this park is going to be that it's all supposed to be canon. So, as you brought up before, I don't really know what to expect with the shopping. Um, I mean, they've got to keep it feeling like it's in-world since it is canon um what that means i know you've mentioned stuff about like jawas trading with you before
1: so in disney worlds they used to have during star wars weekends at the sci-fi dining theater um jawas who used to come around your carts and they would offer to trade with you so you can trade a pin you can trade a sticker depending on the value of the object that you're trading with that's what you get in return and you can barter with them a little bit obviously they don't do that anymore but I would be interested to see if they come up with some new creature. Obviously, you can't do a Jawa in Batu. Um, but some new creature that maybe you can barter with and trade in some way.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, they've already set out that there are locals on this planet. Um, there are a few other species on the planet that I won't spoil anything, but if you want to read Thrawn Alliances, just I'm going to name drop that because it's a great look at Batu and what you can expect once Galaxy's Edge is built in the next few months here.
1: I also saw a new comic coming out that's Batu based and it'll be released in April.
0: Okay, and then there was another comic issue recently that talks about Chewie and Rey meeting up with with Hondo, who we know Hondo is going to be in the park. Um, Great little reference back to Clone Wars and Rebels with that. But um, it also talks about how there's Porgs on the Falcon when Hondo meets with them. So it wouldn't surprise me if we see Porgs throughout the park.
1: Yeah. It would be cool.
0: So what's, what's the main thing you're looking forward to seeing with Galaxy's Edge?
1: I want to see how they handle the Falcon. Um, I'm anxious to explore it and see all the scenes in real life that we've seen in, in movies. And um, I'm anxious to get on that ride and and experience all the different ways that it can end. Um, Because you're supposed to be able to um, have different endings with the ride depending on how well you interact with the program that you're given.
0: And you should be able to get credits or lose credits based off of those endings and what you do during the ride. Which I'm anxious to see how that plays into the rest of the park. Um... Anyways, my, my big thing with the Falcon is gonna be like I would gladly spend hours on the Falcon just sitting <laughs> sitting in the chairs at the holochest table, just taking it all in. And I have no idea if that's even gonna be realistic.
1: Right. Are your are your ride um, vehicles within that rock that the, the falcon is back up backed up to is the only way to get on the falcon to go on the ride? It'll be interesting to see what they come up with.
0: A good example would be, I, I really love what they've done with Mission Breakout in Disneyland, with yeah. the Guardians theming there, um, and having the collector's collection in there. And I love seeing all that stuff, but if you're not waiting in line for the ride, you don't get to see any of it. Yeah. And I'm a little worried that you're only going to be able to take the Falcon in if you're standing in line waiting to get on that ride. I'm very curious to see how they deal with that. I I can't, I can't imagine I'm the only one that just wants to go in there and just sit in the Falcon. I, I obviously yeah. I want to do the ride, but there's gonna be times in the day where I could care less about it.
1: But I mean, even personally, I I love the Tower of Terror theme in Walt Disney World in Florida. I'm not one that's gonna be like I need to go on this ride five times. So I will wait on a line just to see the lobby. And experience the lobby and hear the music and walk around and then I'll get off before I go on that ride. So I wonder if, you know, something like that that would be possible for the Falcon just to see it and experience it in that way. We'll see.
0: I think Pandora right now in Animal Kingdom does a really good, has a really good balance of you can explore Pandora, take a ton of pictures and really feel a part of that world. But then it's even more impressive when you're waiting in line, going up the mountain, trying to get to the ride. So, if they can make it more impressive without taking away from your experience, apart from the rides, I think that's going to be key. So, that's not the only ride. You want to talk about the other ride a little bit?
1: So, the second ride that's coming into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is First Order versus Resistance. To me, this looks like a knockoff Indiana Jones ride from Disneyland. Um, I'm not 100% excited about this.
0: (laughs) This is interesting, because I think I'm as far apart from you on this as possible. I'm definitely more excited about this than the Falcon. Obviously, I want to step foot in the Falcon and really experience that. But the fact that we're getting an actual battle that is canon, that we are going to be a part of, is... One of the coolest things they could possibly do in this park, in my opinion. I'm extremely excited to see what they can do with that. I'm very excited to see... Because they've mentioned a lot of you having control over what happens in the park and on the rides. And if this is canon, you can't necessarily do alternate endings to it. So I'm curious to see what that looks like. And how much say we actually have in the ride, if any. Um, But most of all, I mean, this is more than likely going to be a battle that leads directly into episode nine. And with the part coming out this summer in Disneyland and then this fall in Disney world, this is going to be an extremely memorable moment when you go to the theater in December and watch episode nine and you sit down and they're, they're picking up right after some big battle. And you're like, I was in that battle. I fought in that battle for the resistance. I'm really excited to see what they can do there and a lot of the pictures of the full-size AT-AT walkers or the it might be AT-ACTs we'll see exactly what it ends up being but um I mean the pictures look incredible I'm I'm honestly more excited about that than the Falcon Red.
1: I think once I see it in real life and see more advertisements for it I think I would be more excited it's just right now It feels very overshadowed by the Falcon to me.
0: That's a good point. Most of the promotional material we've seen is for the Falcon. Um, The great Hondo connection, which is honestly one of my favorite things they're doing in this park. I love that they're taking a beloved character from Clone Wars and Rebels who has a lot of ties to the Jedi, has ties to Ezra Bridger, has ties to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and putting him into the current... Uh, sequel trilogy time frame and putting him in batu i love that um but we haven't seen what connections they're willing to do for the other ride yet so uh, you make a good point there so anyways i i think i think there's plenty more we can cover with batu and i'm sure that we will cover
1: rex we gotta talk about rex's return rex
0: is a good go for it i I know this is your boy
1: this is my boy I am so excited to see the old captain of Star Tours return. I think he's gonna be more of a bartender, but that's not the point. He's back. And I'm so excited to see him back. We mix, we- I met- I really missed Rex <laughs> when they did the Star Tours update. I'm not a huge 3PL fan, so I was kinda disappointed when they pulled Rex. But I'm very happy that he's gonna be coming back and he's gonna have a big role in Batu.
0: Yeah, I'm curious, because I'm a canon junkie, they did make Rex canon in an episode of Rebels. So, I'm assuming then this is the same Rex that was piloting, I believe he was piloting a ship in Rebels briefly. Um, so.
1: You gotta show me that one, I didn't yeah, see it.
0: it. We'll have to watch this sometime, but it'll be interesting to see how deep they go into Rex's background and what his story's been <laughs> In the decades since we last saw him in Rebels, and and if they tie that back into Star Tours in any way, and make, I mean, they could make Star Tours canon and all of this. I I'm curious to see what they do with Rex, but I'm definitely excited to see him again. But as I was saying, I think there is plenty we can cover with Batu over the course of the year, and I'm sure we will cover every little detail. Um, but that's not the only thing coming to the parks this year. So you wanna talk about the next thing on the? The table?
1: So, let's jump to my favorite park, which will always be Epcot. They are starting a new show, new firework show, in replace of Illuminations, Sad Tears, Moment of Silence. But, this new show that's coming in the fall is supposed to focus on the old Epcot rides, all that vintage stuff that's come and gone. I'm hoping we hear a little Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit tribute, I'm hoping we hear some Horizons (laughs) tribute, that would make me very happy. They dis- they describe this show as being a lot of kites, projections, different things that we haven't seen before, which I think would be beautiful on that lake. Um, so I'm really excited to see what they do with this, and I hope that it's a hit. I hope that this show is the one that stays, because I'm not exactly excited about the one coming after that. But Epcot for Forever, I'm really hoping that I'm able to see it before it goes away, and I hope that fans love it and it stays around for more than just the year.
0: And this is only supposed to be a limited release for yeah. the year, correct? Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens here, because I, I enjoy Eliminations, but I'm not the die-hard fan that you are of Eliminations. Um, personally, I felt that it needed a bit of an update, so I'm excited to see an update. I agree with you that this show sounds more interesting than the uh, more Disney classic yeah. movies oriented show that's planned for... Is that planned for later in this year, or is it planned I don't, for next year? I
1: don't have the exact dates. I just saw the, the releases on all the events that came up this past year, and I saw the images, and I'm not a fan of having Disney music in Epcot. When Epcot opened, there was one character in the whole park, and that was Figment, and it was different. It was supposed to be a different type of park. It was supposed to focus on education and countries and exploring, and I just... I am going to stand by the fact that I don't want to see Disney characters in that park, and unfortunately I feel like that's what it's become.
0: I don't mind it. That's, Epcot is my favorite park. Um, But there are times when I go into Epcot and I almost forget I'm in Disney. So I don't mind it much, as long as they still place the emphasis on the countries and on education. I... I like the balance. Honestly, I kind of like the balance right now because I feel like we saw a little bit more, you know, starting to put Frozen in, um, my goodness. Norway. In Norway. And even some of the Aladdin homages, uh, like, I'm okay with that stuff. I, I actually appreciate it, but I definitely agree that it should still be about the countries and about education and about bringing the world together.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, I feel like returning to Epcot um, with my husband for our honeymoon, um, we had had the choice to, like, do we want to look for characters? Do we not want to look for characters? You know, like, if you're looking for them, you'll find them. If you don't want to see Disney characters, you don't have to see them. And I feel like this new show that's coming out after Epcot Forever is putting these characters in my face, and I'm not a fan of that.
0: Though the hedges that they turn into char- into Disney characters. I love that. But
1: that, that's a special event. Flower I, Show is gorgeous. Yeah,
0: but but honestly, the Flower Show makes me feel more like I'm in Disney as opposed to just going there another time of the year. So I I'm still perfectly fine with them incorporating more of just the Disney characters into it, as long as it doesn't take away from what Epcot really is about. Um we'll see how they strike that balance. Yeah. So what else is coming this year?
1: Um well Mickey's Mix Magic um just opened a couple days ago in Disneyland. This is replacing the Dreams Come and True show that was there temporarily for the 60th anniversary. This one is focused more on projections, lighting it's called, they're they're theming it around this being a big dance party. So you can watch it from Rivers of America, you can watch it from It's Small World, or the main section would be on Main Street. I briefly saw in an article that they're focusing more on the projection side of things, and they're only doing the fireworks on certain days. I don't know if that will stay that way, but at this point that's kind of what they're leaning towards.
0: Probably to cut some costs as well. Right. What do you think of Disney? kind of going more towards the projections and light shows versus fireworks.
1: I think it's a lot more eco-friendly. You're wasting a lot less by just using projections. Um, However, the Magic Kingdom especially in both, well, I guess it wouldn't, I don't, Disneyland and and Florida. Magic Kingdom, their signature quote-unquote kiss goodnight has always been sending you out with fireworks. So I feel like that's a staple of Disney, On the cruise ships, Disney is the only ship that is allowed to set off fireworks. They have to call in, because otherwise fireworks look like a crisis signal. But they're the only ship that's allowed to do fireworks. So fireworks is a staple of Disney. You can never not have fireworks. However, I am okay with them only doing fireworks on select nights or only doing fireworks on the weekends in Disneyland, because ever since we've started going to Disneyland it's been that way, so I don't really know any better.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I really like some of the production shows. Um, the Star Wars light show that's in MGM Hollywood Studios is fantastic. I'm not um, sure if it's there anymore. But... Well, when it was there, yeah. it was great. So I like seeing them explore more of the production shows, but I think you make a good point. Like Fireworks are synonymous with Disney, so they've got to make sure they don't take that away. What else is coming this year?
1: Uh, Hollywood Studios is getting two new things. They're getting a new show and a new attraction. Their new attraction is a first for Mickey Mouse. This is a big deal. This is for him and Minnie's 90th anniversary, no doubt. I I am sure Disney timed it this way. But it's going to be called uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway or something like that. And... Um, It's supposed to... They're calling it 2.5D. So you don't necessarily need to wear your 3D glasses on this attraction. But you'll be able to still feel like you're incorporated into it. It's supposed to be a crazy ride that takes you through all the wonky cartoon world. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I am heartbroken over losing the Great Movie Ride. I was a huge fan of that attraction. I memorized every line. I used to take my family on the tour at home. It was just... Every time we went to Hollywood Studios, we had to go on the Great Movie Ride more than once because my brother and I both, that was our signature attraction. We had to get on that ride. So I am, I'm not over that leaving at all. And my second issue with this is the style of animation for Mickey and Minnie. I'm not into it. Why? It feels lazy. They feel lazily joined. You know what I mean? They look like little stick figures, little anime style, instead of being their standard 3D sketch.
0: I know, there's certain styles that you just dislike. No. So, um, I know we've had many talks about Star Wars Resistance, and how you really didn't like the animated style when that came out. Um, I think it's starting to grow on you a little bit, but... I remember you were very harsh on it when the trailer first dropped.
1: Like it's very fluid. I like the, you know, the fluidity of it, but the character style still bugs me.
0: So I'm I'm curious to see what it looks like in person, and how you feel about it over time. Um, I'm honestly, when we went and saw Mary Poppins, when they go on the bowl and it becomes animated for the next twenty minutes. It made me think of this ride, and I'm curious to see how much they can make you feel like you really are in an animated world on it. Like, they've advertised this, I believe, as, like, the first 4D ride at times. And I'm curious to see if they can really make you feel a part of the surrounding environment or not. If they can, it could turn into an amazing innovative ride within the park. If they can't, then I think there's I don't think you're gonna be the only one missing the great movie ride.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um and in harmony with that theme, I mean Hollywood Studios always used to be the place for movies. They used to film movies, you used to be able to go backstage and and see the sets and everything. And I feel like lately they've been pulling all of that out. So I'm very confused and torn about the show that's going in, highlighting 90 years of animation. I don't understand. Why would you pull out animation and then bring this show in? It's uh, a little confusing to me.
0: It, I think they've, they've had a change of mind on how they want to deal with that park. I, I don't think Hollywood Studios has been the most popular park in the last few years. No. And there's a reason why they need stuff like uh, like Toy Story Land, like Star Wars Land, going into that park. They they need some new things. I'm, I really am curious by placing more of a focus on animation again. Because, honestly, my favorite thing in that park is One Man's Dream. Yeah. And this ride is going to be right next to One Man's Dream. So, I actually like the cohesiveness of having this ride right next to One Man's Dream and placing that priority back on animation. But... They need to make the decision of, okay, that's what we're going to do moving forward. It's going to be our properties, whether that's Star Wars Land plus Marvel, plus whatever it is that they can get in one part of the park, and having a priority placed on animation in another part of the park and continuing that in the future. They can't keep being wishy-washy, changing right. their minds, and going back and forth. Hollywood Studios is honestly going to be... The probably the most interesting makeover over the next few years of any park, and I'm very excited to see what's done there. But if it goes wrong, it it could be it could be an issue because I could see a lot of people going to going to Disney World and spending a lot of money to go see Star Wars Land. And if they're feeling like, well, we finished Star Wars Land and there's not enough else to do in this park, there's going to be an issue.
1: Yeah, you need more than just Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land. So,
0: which is sad because Star Wars Grand's not even in right now. So man, that park at times can just feel like no. I
1: mean, when we went, it felt like a, very much like a half day park, and it it I feel like it started off as a half day park and then it became a full day park and now it's back to being a half day park, and they're just they don't know what they're doing with it. I mean, maybe they do know what they're doing with it, but it feels very. Like, let's take a piece of this, properties. and a piece of that, okay. and a piece of this, instead of let's commit to one thing. Let's take you through the movies, or let's show you how we're going to create them, or you need to make up your mind.
0: Exactly. So I believe that is all of the major updates coming to the parks this year. I know we'll be covering any more news that comes out in the, in the next few months here, and I'm sure there's going to be plenty of updates on all of these, especially on Galaxy's Edge. And we'll make sure to cover all of it on the Fast Pass Fighters podcast. Please check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Let us know what, what things are you most excited for for 2019.
1: And if you are in Epcot right now for the um, art show... I'm, I'm spacing on the specific name of this, but there's a whole art thing going on. If you are there, please, please, please share your pictures and tag us on Instagram because I would love to see what's going on right now.
0: <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Well, I think that's all we got for today. So please listen to us next time on the Fast Pass Finders podcast and have a magical day.